Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com. It is Sunday, June 27, 2021, here with your live show. We are live seven days a week, 365 days a year. No excuses, just free picks. Just keep the ball rolling every day. No time limits. No uh, whatever. Just raw opinions. No rehearsals. No uh, Fonzie. Well, Fonzie's too. Turns out the the doll I bought, you could put. It's got a little thing in the back, and you could. Nice rocking Fonzie. Oh, we'll be rocking Fonzie every day until until the until the end of time. Fonzie will be sitting like right here on my mic stand with the thumbs up. He's gonna be having like a front row seat. (laughs) We're gonna. I got those uh, pull. What do they call them? Zip ties. I'm going to zip tie his legs to the thing. <laughs> right there on the pole, right? Nice. And I'm going to put a little sign. Hit the thumbs up. Fonzie says, hit the thumbs up. <laughs> Anyways. Burrito Sunday over here. The Wilson house. A little golf. Playing with the out-of-town guests, and now they have back where, at least at, at my club, you get your own cart. But here, um, back at regular places, it's back to two to a cart. I didn't get to drive yesterday, and this guy's from out of town. He, he doesn't realize, like, how hot the Hawaiian sun can get, especially in June. He, like, just hung me out to drive, man. Just hung me out there. I was, like, so dehydrated, so sunburned, so just crushed. You know, I just absolutely got crushed by the sun. Just hung me out there. It's like... The secret is you got to find a tree, you know, and you kind of park on the tree, the closest shade. It's like, this clearly does not get the agenda. And then we're playing with two guys that had won a contest to win a trip to Maui to play golf at Kapalua mm. and stuff. So it's like, and these guys are playing slow as hell. It is, we literally had a 7 a.m. tea time. These guys were eight Coronas in on the front nine. <laughs> we had a 7 a.m. tea time, which I respect. I mean, who doesn't? But it makes for a pretty slow round. You know, they were having a yeah. good time. I mean, what can you say, you know, with the, it's like, you know, it's probably a trip of a lifetime for these guys. So, you know, got to let them enjoy it. Anyways, we've got uh, 15 Major League Baseball games today. 15 or 16? No doubleheader uh, in Chicago. 15. 16 if you count the uh, suspended game. 16. Including the suspended game, which I'm going to guess you could bet in-game. on Because 0-0. Zero, yep. zero. So we've got that. And then we've got the NBA Finals. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals, Game 3. Game 4 um, in the Clippers-Suns game was a doozy. It was pretty much a one-point game most of the way. And at the end, it ended up being a four-point game. Tempers are flaring in that series. Boy, you know, is Kawhi Leonard a three- or four-point player? I mean, this is what really what the series is coming down to at this point. I, th- I think he is. Um it's hard to say one player makes that much of a difference, but when the difference in the game is are one, two, three, four points, it maybe is the difference, right? And it's hard to always say. What's up, Brian? 
I was going to say, I wonder if he actually has a knee injury or just doesn't feel like playing for the Clippers anymore. Uh, I think he's got a knee injury. I think he's got a knee injury, yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't believe anything that just is told to me. I, I, I always wonder. Because Rod said that he, you know, he's looking to get out of L.A. So. so you read it on the internet, so it must be true. No, I just, I, I'm not saying anything. It's just in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, is his knee really hurt? But what makes him more desirable would be winning an NBA Finals. If you didn't, if yeah, you I mean, I would want to be playing if I was him. Just a thought that crossed my mind. We don't want to get into the asking Butler what makes a man more desirable questions. <laughs> we could be here for a while. <laughs> Jordan Brian, Miles. Brian's like still, uh, it's like still got a stack of twenties for his trips to the Golden Corral. I do. They're downstairs in my closet, and I have a hundred dollar bill on top of the twenties, wrapped around a wad of wad of singles. <laughs> yep, just lives. like my buddy Joe. Nah, he's. I, I'm telling I've been with Domingo. It's not fives. Not a big, big deal. Yep. <laughs> I love that. I don't know. It's just like it's. Just, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's like, how much is this? Three dollars. Okay, I got it. Takes out this wad of cash. It's like, <laughs> It's like what? he goes through every bill Dude. in the wad, and he pulls out a hundred. It's three bucks. It's like, it's like all there are is hundreds. Why are you going through the whole thing? It's like, <laughs> good stuff. Yep, I miss going to Vegas and seeing Joe D'Amico. Joe D'Amico has the best parties, man. Best parties, Jordan. Better than better than sex, he says about his parties. And I might not, I might not want to leave if I go. They're 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 good. They're good. Give Joe the microphone. Makes a little speech usually. He introduces you to every single person at the party. Yeah, he makes a point of introducing every single person to the party to every single person at the party. <laughs> So it's like everybody knows each other. And it's just, that's why the parties are so good. There's nobody standing in the corner, you know, because everybody has been introduced to every other person. You kind of have a, a, he gives you the short background. It's like if I ever won an Academy Award, I want Joe to, like if I ever have my Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, I want Joe D'Amico to give my, uh, <laughs> to give my intro. It's like, you know, the very best of, you know, it's like everybody is, you know, that way. Anyways. Let's get to this NBA action. So we left off in this drama, this uh, story. The Bucks had gotten some revenge. The Hawks had already taken care of business, you know, what they wanted to do in Milwaukee. All you're hoping to do in that, in that spot as a road team is to get a split, and the Hawks did that. I thought they would do a little more in game two, but what happened was the Bucks put the clamps on Trey Young. So obviously the Hawks have spent the last day Diagramming plays where Trey Young is basically a decoy and the rest of the guys are going to be wide open and to see what they're going to do with the ball. And I would say the Bucks are probably in deep doo-doo here because the Hawks have a bunch of guys that can actually score and actually play and hit bombs and do all those things. If you give these guys wide open threes, they are going to hit them. This is a good team. It's not just Trey Young. Um, it's just that you have to cover all the other guys. And that's why Trey Young always seems to have that open lane. But 
if they decide to go the other direction, which worked in game two, I could see the other guys just absolutely blitzing them. And then if they have to make the adjustment to go back to covering everybody else again, well, then it's the Trey Young show all over again. So the Bucs are just dead, right? They're just dead in the water here. So I like the Atlanta Hawks this game outright and to win the series. It's that easy. Brian, do you have any opinion here? outside? I'll tell you what has been easy is taking the under. A lot of these playoff games yesterday under. That was a mugging. That was a cakewalk. And I like the under again today. I think uh, you're going to see a focused effort from the Atlanta Hawks after that embarrassing uh, display in game two. also think the Bucs are going to play their usual uh, vice-type defense. Uh, so I'm going to take the under 223.5. I think it's a solid play. The Hawks to win the series right now, plus 334. So that's super light for, you know, for a dog of this, you know, they're a home dog in this game. They're plus 334 to win the series. You would think they'd be like plus 600. Like the Clippers are plus 1250. But they're down 3-1, heading to Phoenix. But, you know, they get the win in Phoenix, they head back to L.A., and that's game seven, right? The Valley. Ron Romanelli? Yeah, from my free play, I'm going to take the other side. I'm going to take the over in this one. I know the total is dropping, but uh, I think the only way Atlanta is going to be able to compete is if they find an offensive game plan. They only scored 91 in game two, and I think you're going to see you know a much better shooting night. The Hawks were only 25% from three uh, in game two. I think Trey Young will have a stronger night. He only had 15 points in that loss. I think the Bucks are also going to be able to score. Uh, Giannis only held the 25 points, you know, only, but... I think he could put up 30 himself and uh, still not get in the three-point shooting we were thought we were going to see from Chris Middleton in the series, two for seven uh, in game two. So I like the over. I think both teams reached the uh, 110s, and I think uh, it's going to be a close game. Should be a good one. And for me, I like the under. Um, well, I think we get another uh, closer, tighter battle. Again, take the under in this one. <clears throat> you look at the Hawks, they're uh, – 5-0 and to the under off of uh, one day's rest. They're also 10-1, and their last 11, after allowing 100-plus points the previous. They're also 6-2 and to the under, their last eight home games. Um, they play a little more defense. They may score some more threes, but they'll definitely play some more defense and uh, hold the Bucks down. Bucks are also 7-2-1, and their last 10, on the road versus a team with a winning home record. Uh, I like the under in this one. All right. What are you selling, Brian? Well, for me, I'm going to try to keep the positive days rolling off a of winning day yesterday. Uh, if you want my best bet, that'll be my NBA golden ticket, 13-4 and four run in the NBA, so make sure you check it out. $30 at PickDogs.com. Didn't sound too salesy. Ron? Oh, do I have a deal for you? I'm trying to cut that. <laughs> <Yay! laughs> I don't want to get yelled at. So. <laughs> we got to get, we'll get him the diamond uh, pinky ring. Yay! He's like, I already got it with the onyx. <laughs> the, <laughs> the onyx with the big diamond. With the Rolex, you know? Yeah, show off a little bit. Um, well, I'm a, I have my Super Sunday trio today. It's all three MLB plays. I've had some pretty good Sundays as of late. 
So why don't you join me? $29.95 at Pick Dogs Premium. And for me, we got uh, my Supreme Sunday pack and a nice little five pack here. Three MLB, one NBA, and my 10-star MLB game of the week. Uh, my big best bets. We are 2-0 and on our big best bets this week. We're going to go with sweep the big best bets of the week. Jump aboard. Rod Supreme Sunday five pack, or you can just get my big best bet MLB game of the week by itself, twenty five bucks over at Pig Dogs Premium. All right, starting uh, July first, well, we'll be doing Christmas in July. Not really sure what the specials are going to be, but they're not going to be. Well, there'll probably be some discounting of the yearly packages and combined yearly packages probably put together some special packages um, of us. could ask the other cappers if they want to do it or not. But um, we'll definitely be running some specials like that. Consensus reports. I'll probably do some free consensus reports. I'll probably give out some of my picks for free um, a few days. If other guys want to do that, they're welcome to as well. Um, just do all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Celebrate our 14 years online. Um, July 1st, 2007, I typed into Google, how do I start a website? Had three visitors my first month. $10 total investment. And here we sit today, 15 years later. Super proud of it. My second biggest accomplishment. But and don't forget tomorrow, Ruffalo. Oh, yeah, tomorrow, Chris Ruffalo will be in the house. Hmm. I think uh, him and Rod, a little, little, uh, I'll bring the uh, suntan lotion there. They can rub it on each other's backs. (laughs) I'll open the show while we wait for I'd like to see. I might tune in while I'm driving. Yeah, that'll be be fun. Be like, Rod will be like, Chris, can you lean back just a little bit? I just, to massage it. (laughs) He'll be on his best. (laughs) It's like, you missed the spot. Can you just rub it in a little deeper there? <laughs> sure, no problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna be a gem. Brian's like, man, I want to go. Brian's like, I don't want to go. I'm gonna definitely tune in later. Brian's like, I don't want to go to the beach. <laughs> My son's getting ready to go. He wants. I, to I don't think I'm gonna have to say anything. Got the king of the filibuster. Right here. No one filibusters. Ruffalo invented the uh, YouTube filibuster. I think I talk too much. Shit, man, this guy. He is the filibuster. He is he is the ball hog for sure. Anyways, when does Stanley Cup final start? Monday. Ah, so perfect day for Ruffalo to be on. Perfect day. Yep. Let's get it started. White Sox Mariners game two, which is leftover from sort of. Got the Blue Jays and the Orioles. Ross Stripling and Jorge Lopez. I'd say uh, got the exact opposite in Miami with Sandy Alcantara. Romanelli pronounces pronounce it Alcantara. But there's an A after the T. I thought it was Alcantara. No, it's Alcantara. Alcantara? 
But there is an A after the T after that T, so the A is silent. Bay, I've been watching I watch Phillies games and they must be pronouncing that wrong. Well, there's been other baseball players called Alcantara with the exact same spelling. But then again, we did see um anyways. Who can? <laughs> I didn't mean to pronounce it wrong. I just meant You're foolish and light vision. Okay. Mets and Phillies and Red Sox, Yankees. A little rivalry action there. Rod, what do you think of those five beauties? Uh, those five. I still like Seattle. Uh, live at them. I'm, I'm going to take Seattle in both. Seattle money line on uh, both games. Uh, I think he would one of them. The way the White Sox have been slumping on their bats just haven't been rolling either. But the White Sox uh, slump, think... the White Sox slump outside of the first game of this series has all been on the road. Not at home. Yeah, well, where they're 27, 13, 68%, right? Is that Romanelli? Quick math. 27, 13. What is that? 68%? 70? Uh, let me see. I'm not good with percentage in my head. It's a lot. It's even more than that. 60, 68 if you round it up. Yep. Yep. 68%. There and we are. 16 to 21. So that's about 40%. If you want, you can take the plus one and a half to be a little bit safe, but I'm going to take the, on the money line here. You get better value. Yeah. So Rod just fessing up that he's a plus one and a half guy. It's okay. No. <laughs> I mean, you can go look. They have that bet out there for a reason for you and Bittler. No, he likes starting pitcher records. I like reduced payouts. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to take Seattle in the money line, and both of those, they hit one of them. Yeah, I like and the, uh, the other one I'm going to go with is I'm going to take the uh, the Baltimore Orioles here. Uh, I'm not a fan of Ross Stripling. He shouldn't be laying minus 230. Yuck. <laughs> he is definitely not, a my, he is definitely not a minus 230 pitcher. So, uh, give me the Orioles to... Uh, they won the first game of the series. I think they finish it off and uh, win the series two games to one. I like the White Sox to sweep both games, do it in convincing fashion. I think you lay up some alternate run lines. Keuchel did lose last time out, but that was his first loss since April 30th. Um, he has been pretty solid. That was at, in Houston in a rough spot. You can beat, you know, you can beat a baseball team. Tough to beat that iPad. Just tough, tough go at it. Microsoft Surface kind of makes a run at it, but doesn't really. I don't know. What do you think of the Surface? Romanelli's not an Apple guy. Like no. Nope. What do you think of the Surface? Like the Microsoft versus like an iPad. Yeah, I, I'm not big on that. I, I'm not really big on the other tablets. I think the iPad is good, but uh, other Apple products I'm not big into. Like the iPhone? No, I don't like the iPhone. Why don't oh you like God. the iPhone? You don't like the iPhone? I just, I, to me, I don't like the... There's no home button, right, anymore? They took right. away the home button. Well, and you would know. You talked me into phone. buying this $1,400 phone that I have now. <laughs> and then he doesn't even, he doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't even like it. Yeah. It's like, he's like, what do you have? He's like, I'm like, I got the iPhone 7. He's like, you have an iPhone 7? I would expect you to have whatever. So I go, right? I spend $1,400 on a phone, right? I've had the same phone forever. You know, it's like, I liked my phone. I go out, I spend $1,400 on a phone. It's like, and this guy's like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. 
same thing. I get the phone. It does the same crap with the other one. Exactly. I don't. I don't know how to use any of the any of the cool stuff. Get an Android, Samsung. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, definitely uh, in the minority in that one. Yuck. I know that, but I like yeah, it. I'm a, I'm a Samsung user as well. I, uh, I like religious, it. Religious Samsung user. There's yeah. no way. I Hit the thumbs that. up button. Hey. I feel like they're Fonzie more durable, says, too. Yep. I got to get a Fonzie shirt, man, for my videos. So I changed the videos up a little bit today. Oh, what you guys think? Changed the style just to skosh. Hmm. I'll have to go check it out. <clears throat> uh, do we know who's pitching for the Mariners in that game too? Is it Marco Gonzalez? That's who was slated. All right. Well, if he is the guy to go, even if he's not, I like the over in that game too. Um, I'm I, I fade Keuchel as many times as I can. I just don't think he has it in him anymore. Um, and I know that the White Sox, you know, one of the best teams in the league against left-handed pitching. So I think they'll score plenty. I think the Mariners score as well, and I'd like the over in game two. I like, I like the over in that Blue Jays Orioles game. I like the Mets against the Phillies. I like the under in that one. Who asked you? Oh, was he just is throwing them in there. Your turn. Oh, banter. We have a little banter. Yeah. Scherzer. Sure it's not even close to the ground. <laughs> Where are we at? Rod gave his picks, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, for me, um, I think the Boston Red Sox are the best free early play. Uh, I don't. I can't get there with Eduardo Rodriguez. Like I got Eduardo there with Martin Perez, so but I can't get there with this guy. I, I think that both pitchers are out of the game by the fifth inning, and I think the Boston Red Sox bats uh, get the job done. And then the Baltimore Orioles. Yankees are so have been bad. a tough sweep, also. They've been a tough to sweep team. Good in that. Game, avoiding the sweep. Is uh, Baltimore Orioles? Jorge Lopez is terrible, but Stripling's not a minus two twenty five pitcher. So. Yes, I think the Orioles steal one. It is today. Mad Max Scherzer, out of Chesterfield, Missouri. Seven time All Star, World Series champion. All MLB first team, three times Cy Young Award winner, four time wins leader, three times National League strikeout leader, two no hitters, two immaculate innings. Immaculate innings is nine pitches, right? Yep, three Ks, nine pitches. That's, that's like Fernando stuff. Fernando did that in the All-Star game. It was sick. <laughs> That's like the sickest of sick. DeGrom did it almost in the All-Star game. Almost. 11 pitches. Fernando did it in nine. Valenzuela? Is there any other... <laughs> There's only one Fernando. <laughs> There's only one Fernando. <laughs> Fernando Rodney. Anyways, 
Wow, 17 major league seasons for Fernando. One seventy three and one fifty three. The three point five four. You know it was he hung on too long at the end. He had seven years after he played on the Dodgers. He was better in the early eighties. Yeah, that's when he was a six time All Star, National League Rookie of the Year, two time Silver Slugger, National League Major League Baseball Strike Out Leader, pitched a no hitter. Oh, he did get a no hitter. Fernando. Yeah, I didn't realize. 2014 Hall of Famer. Well, I knew he's a Hall of Famer, but I didn't know he had a no hitter. Filthy. He could hit a little bit. It was Fernando Mania. El Toro. <laughs> Anyways. Got the. Uh, Angels and the Rays, the Reds and the Braves, Tigers and the Astros, the Brewers and the Rockies, and Twins and Indians. Brian, any square play than the Brewers run line these days? <laughs> well, could, there's a, lots of square plays. Where maybe the San Diego Padres run line, I don't know. But, uh, that's, pretty, that's pretty up there. Uh, for me in that group of games, I'm going to take a chance with the Colorado Rockies on the money line. It's just uh, too much plus money for me to turn. They looked like crap yesterday, Colorado. Did, but I think they might squeeze out a victory here. And let me see. Oh, I also like the Cleveland Indians. I think we got to that game. Uh, Minnesota Twins just aren't good laying juice. Uh, no reason not to, take, not to take the better team here at plus money. So I'm going to go Cleveland and Colorado. So what don't you like about J-Hap in this spot? What could go wrong? I, what could possibly go wrong? Jordan Lyles is 10 times better than J.A. Happ. Funny thing is, didn't Happ flirt with a no-hitter, or did he get the no-hitter? No, no, he, he had a one, it was a one-hitter. He, he, he had a good early hitter. start to the season, Happ did. First three or four starts. Yeah, he flirted with the no-hitter. He took it into about the eighth inning. Hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> Who was that against? Don't tell me the Indians. Seems like they've been no hit like four Probably times. <laughs> Who was it? Was it, was it the Indians? Phillies. It was the Phillies. It was so long ago it doesn't show up on his last ten. Let's see, hmm. it it was the Pirates. Oh, gotcha. I could probably one hit. Wow. I bet you can't. I bet you can't. <laughs> Brian Reynolds would break it up. I'll give you a 2% shot. <laughs> How about the Red Sox at plus one and a half or only minus 118? Mm. There's, your, there's your square bet right there for you, Brian. There's your safety. I like the Red Sox on the money line. I'm not taking Not a ton of value there, plus 130. Enough for me. Gotta say, it seems just, it's like they don't want you to bet it on either side. Or they just figure we could throw anything out there and people are going to bet on this crap. All right. uh, I also agree with the Rockies. I like them, uh, but I'm going to take them on the 
run line getting the run and a half. Uh, Brewers 18 and 29 is the favorite this season. I know the Rockies have been so bad on the road, but I do think they're going to keep this one close, um, a one-run game either way. So I'll take the Rockies getting the run and a half. Rod? And for me, uh, I'm going to take the Rays. Kick the snot out of the Angels uh, like they have all year. So give me uh, the Rays over the Angels. And uh, the Rockies, sure, they played they played good against the, the the Brewers here in the first two games of the series, but only in the first five innings. Their bullpen can't hold anything down. They've just been giving it away, giving it away in the last few innings of uh, the first two games. So uh, I'm going to take the Colorado Rockies on the money line in the first five innings as they played real well in the first five innings of both of these games and would have won both the money line bets on the first five. So I'm going to go with the Rockies in the first five as uh, that bullpen's just been a dumpster fire and giving runs away left and right. So, uh, the, issue I have, the issue I have there is, um, well, you look at Chi-Chi's last three starts, five innings, which is for would qualify in the first five, 11 hits, eight runs, eight earned, three taters. Then uh, that was on the road as well. And then at home, he went six innings. So that would all qualify as first five. Six hits, four runs, four earned. And then last time out, that gem against the same Brewers, which you love that same team, same pitcher angle. Um, 5.1 innings pitched, eight hits, six runs, all earned. One round tripper. He lasted for 73 pitches in that gem. So I don't know. So did... uh... So his counterpart here, he's going against Eric Lauer, and he's uh, he hasn't all of June. He hasn't even made it past five innings pitched. That's not his game. No. So there we go. He was a reliever. So he's, he's prone to just give up just as much runs as uh, Chi Chi uh, really. does in the first five innings. Not oh. really. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty close. I don't think so. Oh, it sounds like Mitch likes the first. I don't like anything. I don't, be out early. Look, I, I don't like today's card, and so I don't have a play on this game. I'm just don't. I'm just trying to figure out the angle when you have a guy that gives up eight runs in five innings. That's all I'm trying to figure out. I'm just trying to guess the logic, just like I'm trying to figure out if someone will explain to me how you can how you can make money betting laying runs and odds. If you if you are willing to lay runs, you know, you're and runs. Wouldn't you think that they, that wouldn't you feel just as confident that they would just win the game? So you'd be willing to lay the big price. I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. There's no there's no payoff there. There's no payoff. The whole idea of betting is the, about the payoff, not about the mitigating risk. The risk is the risk, you know, and it's going to be there, and that's part of betting in any kind of betting: slot machine, poker, um, craps. It, it, Kino, it doesn't matter any of those things. The risk is going to be the risk. So it's all about the maximizing the payout, not mitigating the risk. And that's where the books get you. Because most people think, I don't want to take the risk. I want to gamble, but I don't want to take the risk. I only want to get money back. It's like, it doesn't work that way. You got to put your chips on the table. That's why that strategy doesn't work over the long term. That's why even Brian Bittler agrees with me on that. It's crazy, right? That's the, probably the one thing in life we actually do agree on. Yep. And we can't even agree on sauce at Chick-fil-A. 
But that we do. I need mustard. Oh, I like the garlic ranch, too. Never had it. Hmm. It's weird to have, like, like a dairy-type like product that sits on a shelf to me. It's got to be something. I like to dip my waffle. Can't be good for it. I wonder what the nutritional information is on that garlic ranch. Where are we at? Is it my no turn? Difference, no difference than canned milk sitting on your shelf. <laughs> same. You know, I have the same feelings about it. <laughs> what's the What's the healthiest Chick Fil A sauce? They have a healthy one. The healthiest. <laughs> <laughs> there's a healthy option plain <laughs> there's your healthy option no sauce <laughs> I would guess Polynesian but I don't even think it's so sweet I don't know so the um, the Polynesian Polynesian sauce is uh, let's see All right, so the Polynesian sauce is going to be 110 calorie, calories, 6 grams of fat, while the, uh, the Garden Herb Ranch, is that it, Brian? I thought it was the Garlic Ranch. No, it's, it's Garden garlic. Herb Ranch sauce. Oh, well, maybe they changed it. That would be only 140 calories, but 15 grams of fat, the fattiest of all the Chick-fil-A sauces. <laughs> That's what keeps it good on the shelf. Fat. Fat, definitely. Uh, the high, increased higher. <laughs> Rod's <fat>. like, <laughs> Rod hasn't eaten meat in like three weeks. Like, fat. <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> it's, it's the fat on the shelf. He's like, he's going to get off of the show. He's like, Honey. Let's drive to Chick-fil-A and drink some of this Gardner Ranch. Gardner Ranch. <laughs> Let's go do some shots of the Gardner. Excuse me, is it chunky or is it smooth? It doesn't matter. I can blend it. <laughs> Where are we? I like the over in that Indians uh, twins thing. Hentges and Hap. Hentges is no, no prize either, you know. I like the over in Milwaukee, Colorado. Of course, I like Royals minus four and a half um, is <clears throat> just bad. So it's three hundred bucks. Play pays. Where is it? It's plus four seventy three. Can't see. What, oh, there it is. Three hundred bucks pays one thousand four hundred and nineteen dollars. Hmm. I see the value. Like I said, you gotta swing for the fences. So take the two and a half with Texas and then we uh Do I look like I'm laying two and a half with Jordan Lyles anytime soon? Who do you think I am? Biller? Biller won't even Biller wants to is looking for the plus one and a half there. <laughs> Hot diggity. Well, I like the minus two and a half Texas here. Uh, Hot diggity. You get an almost a plus 265. Be sure to hit the thumbs up, everyone. Helps us a ton. We appreciate it. 
three hundred to get you exactly. Everybody else begs for it. They do this. I can do that too. And then just hit the thumbs up. Helps us a ton. We appreciate it. Boom. Anyways, got uh, Royals, Rangers, Pirates, Cardinals, Johan Oviedo. Arizona Diamondbacks against the Padres. Diamondbacks really crushed some people yesterday. I'm sure. Laying odds and runs. Um, A's and Giants. That was a great game. That was a really good game. And then Dodgers-Cubs, which I was a heartbreaker for me. I actually had the Cubs in that one, and they lost it at the end. The Dodgers had a walk-off in that one. They were, Cubs were in it the whole way, man. They were down 2 nothing. They battled back. It's like, man. Thought I had it. The two in one day. What's up? Brian? I don't know. Who's up? Me. For me, I'm going to take the Chicago Cubs in a slight lean with Albert Alzale on the mound, one of my favorite pitchers. I just think the Cubs will be in it uh, the whole way and have a puncher's chance to win this game. Kershaw isn't the Kershaw of old. He gives up some runs. So I'm going to lean towards the Cubs here. I have to agree. I like the Cubs. I'd say it's my D-Gen bet of the day. Cubs are 24-13 and 13 as an underdog this season, while the Dodgers are 36-38 and 38 as a favorite. Uh, Cubs have been very, very competitive in this series. They won the first game. They lost the last two. Um, but like Mitch mentioned, it was a very close game yesterday. It could have been anybody. It was a coin flip. So you're, you're not getting a coin flip price. You're getting a great value uh, with the Cubs today. Uh, let's see what the price is. Plus 166, I see. Plus 170. So shop around, get the best number. I like the Cubs on the money line. Right. I have to agree. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cubs as well. I think they got a great shot to win um, this game in prime time with uh, Egbert on the mount there. Uh, he's 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 pitched some some pretty good solid outings. So uh, I'm going to take the Cubs money line on that one over the Dodgers. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with the Al the Al Ninos. Uh... El Nino's uh, Clayton Kershaw shirt. <laughs> well, that's your wheelhouse, the minus one and a half. Oh, I do know the Dodgers have a huge series coming up against the Giants. So, probably are going to want to get out of town, but they do hate the Cubs. Alzale is definitely regressing in a big way. Certainly in reverse. The car is in reverse for Alzale. The book is out on him. Right? Now they have tape. Stats, tendencies, all those things that they do. iPads, smartwatches, name it. Um, tough, but minus 204, just not my thing. Take a shot with the Diamondbacks. I like Zach Gallon, but once again, not something I could really rally behind. And, of course, the play of the day, my POD. Royals minus four and a half on the reverse. Just alternate. <laughs> Hey, you might as well just flush your money down the toilet. $300 pays $1,419. It's a nice day at the office. I know someone that might have a ticket that says that. <laughs> All right. It's that time of the show that we've been waiting for. Well, Ron Romanelli is not going to be here during the week. Ron, any 
insight into the Stanley Cup Finals, since I won't be watching the Lightning are in it, so I will not be watching against Montreal. Is it the Habs or is it the Lightning? Is it going to well, be? I, I do think you know the Lightning are going to end up winning this series, but don't count the Montreal Canadiens out. You know, this is the one thing you have to do against Tampa is defend their power play, which is almost forty percent effective this uh, playoff series. But the Canadians number one PK in the playoffs. That's going to be the difference maker. If Montreal can keep keep it up with their PK, I think that they're going to have a shot to win this series. If Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay blows by them on the man advantage, Montreal doesn't stand a chance. And Carey Price is also going to have to stand on his head as well. Should be a great goaltending matchup, um, but I'm going to go lightning and six. Clearly said Tampa Bay. Anyways. Tampa, Tampa Bay is not winning this series in, uh, in six. Not in Montreal. No way. You want to see, let's start a riot. Let's start a riot. If, well, if, if, if Montreal loses in six at home, geez. I mean, how many fans Take are going to be there? if you're a Montreal fan. If you're a Montreal at home, there's no way. They're going to get no way. <laughs> They're going to stay far away from getting beat at, at home in uh, six games. And uh, I, I believe it's 30 straight penalty kills for uh, this Montreal team. They'll easily shut down this Tampa Bay uh, power play. It's oh, Canada! <laughs> Especially with uh, with our uh, with Kucherov there being uh, definitely not at one hundred percent. As odd as it he's is, gonna, I he's mean, going to look like he's going to look like Stone uh, skating around and going, "Oh my God, someone's going to hit me! Take the puck!" We've been talking in hockey less than four minutes, and I just feel like taking a nap. Um, <laughs> what do we got for the parlay, Brian? For me, I got the Chicago Cubs on the money line paired up with the Boston Red Sox in the under in the NBA game. Ron Romanelli. I've got the over in the Milwaukee Bucks game, under in the Phillies Mets, and the Chicago Cubs on the money line. Rod. And for me, we're going to take uh, the Tampa Bay Rays on the money line. We're going to take the Texas Rangers minus two and a half. And we're going to take the Rockies on the money line. First five. Probably those three up. Chicago White Sox, minus three and a half. Game two of the, uh, not the, the early game, but the second one. Minus three and a half runs against Seattle. And then I like the Kansas City Royals, minus, minus three and a half runs against the Texas Rangers. And the Atlanta Hawks on the money line. Anyways, this is Mitch, thanks for joining us. Have a great day. Let's make it a winning day. I'm going to try and act more professional tomorrow with Ruffalo here. And Bittler not here. So we're announcing it now. Brian's not going to be here. It's not, where's Brian and everything else? We're going to sit here and talk about Brian because he's too lazy to come to work. We're going to talk <laughs> about the people that are here. And we're going to give out games. And Rod and Chris are going to you know, have some fun together and play nice. Got only 11 baseball games, so it's going to be a quick show. But there is hockey tomorrow. Would be like Biller. Cheese out on game one. Stanley Cup Finals. Anyways, thanks everyone for joining us. Have a great day. Have a winning day.